Hello. Uh, is there anything that you just want to start off telling us about Intoxicated? Um, well, first, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be here and thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, the band has been around for a while. It's, it started in like 93, where we, uh, you know, we're a Florida-based band and we got pretty busy right away where we, we did like four back-to-back -back EPs between like 94 and 97. And, uh, but then to be completely honest with you, around 99, um, my writing partner and the original singer of this band left and, um, you know, moved, moved away. And just about that time, it was kind of confusing, but, uh, confusing times, but around that time, uh, myself and Donald Tardy of obituary and our bass player, uh, still current now with intoxicated got an offer from that guy, Andrew WK, um, who we didn't know, but, um, we just got an offer to be in his touring band. So, we did that, you know, we just left and we were, we were gone for several years without coming home. You know, the first year was like 12 days. The second year was like 17. So uh, for Intoxicated really got put on the back burner for many, many years. So, you know, yes, we're an old band, but we really didn't start, you know, till about three years ago, really, you know, getting things going again. Mm -hmm. Would you say that touring for that long has like affected you guys like as a group, like how you guys play together, how you guys write together, anything like that? I mean, t touring, you know, the, the experience from touring is, is, is you know, it's, it's invaluable. Um, and then, you know, starting out touring with someone like Donald Tardy, who was mm -hmm. such a seasoned veteran and he's just a really kind dude. So, um, you know, he was, he was very helpful and, and, you know, you learn stuff really fast, you know, as mm -hmm. far as, you know, just etiquette. And as far as, uh, you know, everything that I had really thought I knew about, you know, playing shows, you know, I mean, you, you get thrown into a lot of different scenarios, whether it be television or, you know, big stages or whatever, you just get thrown in a lot of these, you know, so, you know, it just, it's obviously all helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, so you mentioned that you guys have been like, kind of in the scene for a while. How would you say that you were like intoxicated has evolved since you guys started to where you guys are at now. Cause I know you guys are putting out an album soon. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. well, from when we started, like, like, you know, the scene, which is great. And that's, that's the beauty of metal is there's it's, you know, I, I love the fact that, I mean, it's gotten, it's gotten bigger, but I mean, it's, it's, it's still underground and there's always going to be that one kid in the classroom who's growing his hair long or whatever, you know, there's mm -hmm. all, and, um, so the scene is very, you know, it's, it's very similar to where it was before. Um, but I don't know if there's, you know, there's, it was very exciting to get it going again and things just really were coming together and very challenging though, too, you know, because I took on the role of, of doing vocals as well. And, uh, so it's been very educational and then doing this, you know, being, being a touring member with Andrew for 20 years has been really great as far as experience, but I will, I would be a complete liar if I didn't tell you at every turn now, you know, from the business side of it, I found out how much I don't know, you know? So mm -hmm. it's been, it's been like free college. I mean, I, I, I look at it as, a, you know, it's humbling, it's uh, defeating sometimes, but it's very educational. And um, but we might as well know what we're doing if we're gonna do it, you know? Yeah.
And especially, I feel like COVID has changed the music scene so much. Do you think that's had any effect on you guys business-wise or music-wise? Well, I would fortunately say that we, we live in Florida. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we shut down just like the whole world did for about, you know, the first two weeks. And then, and then we didn't, you know, so we, we, while people were kind of sleeping, we were creeping, you know, we, we stayed busy the entire time. And, you know, we, that's, that's during when we, we, uh, we put out the EP and then, and then it, we never stopped writing and we still haven't stopped writing. Um, you know, we're already working well into the next record. Um, and a lot of that is just because it's flowing, so why not? And I, I love to work, but then also, I'm sure you've heard uh, vinyl is a, a nightmare now. You know, we, we turned this record in that's about to come out almost 11 months ago. Um, and we're still, we're still, we haven't got the vinyl in hand. So yeah, it's, 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 uh, that's been taking a long time. So you would say like COVID has been kind of an advantage for you guys? Is that well, like? I don't know if I would say an advantage, but we definitely took advantage of it. You know, I, I mean, because uh, I heard so many bands and, and a lot of, I mean, obviously, you know, we weren't, we weren't touring at that time as far as like proper touring. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know it hurt a lot of bands, you know, but what, what we, what we collectively decided was we never wanted to look back at that at this time and consider it to be time wasted, you know? So we, we, um, you know, even when the, even when things were shut down here, we still we still we you know we still all met up you know uh, several times a week and would write and record um, you know and we so we stayed busy and I'm I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's a really good way to like look at the whole situation. Do you think like that kind of mindset has like reflected in your album that's coming out? I it, it's it's interesting to say that. Uh, I've, I've been forced to kind of, you know, like take a look at the lyrics and when we're turning in songs, you know, for Spotify or whatever, um, you know, and they'll ask you to kind of pitch the song or what's, what is it about or, or whatever, you know, and I, I never really realized it because it wasn't a conscious decision, but, uh, you know, I realizing writing these lyrics and, you know, and the music during this time, a lot of it, you can tell, you know, was a product of, of that time and being, somewhat frustrated, somewhat angry, somewhat, you know, I, I would consider myself to be a really calm person until something doesn't make sense. You know, when someone's holding up two fingers and screaming at me that it's one, um, that's when I, that's when I struggle with that. And, and, and that came out in this record, but I think in a good way, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about with your new album? That's gotta be really exciting. It is really exciting. Well, um, uh, we worked with, uh, I, I got very lucky to work with the guy who produced uh, the record. His name is Ryan Bush. He's way out of our league. He, you know, he did like, a, he worked on some Foo Fighters records, which is obviously not metal. Um, did like Tomahawk records, did an Andrew WK record. Uh, and that's how we met. We met back in like 2003, where we spent like four months in New York together working on one of Andrew's records. But he's also a Florida guy and like, by the third hour of knowing one another, we were tackling each other in the streets of New York, you know, so we've, we've stayed really good friends. And he, um, he came, you know, he, he's lived in LA and, and I had studios there and then Atlanta. And then he came down here and actually rented the old Morbid Angels uh, studio. And so he's like, man, come down and check this out. And when, when I walked in there, you know, they haven't been in there since the nineties, I, I believe, uh, 
Dave's ex-wife, she, she got that building. So when we opened up the door, I mean, it smelled like death. It looked like death, but it was so cool because there were still like prototype bases from Dave that were unfinished. You know, there was still set list on the wall from morbid angel you know um it was it was really cool but that being said this this building was just disgusting and uh and needed to be completely redone so that's what i did i, I literally um moved down there uh i didn't move there but i mean I, I i just went and slept on the floor for like four months and just myself and ryan we redid that entire building and that's how i paid for the record um, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to afford him to be completely honest with you, but we're really great friends. And I was really grateful to work with him on that. And then we, uh, some more exciting stuff, at least as far as the record goes is one of our, one of my lifelong friends has been, uh, Ken Andrews, who's an obituary. Mm -hmm. And, um, so he came in and did like a guest solo with us. And, uh, Tony from municipal waste came in and, and, uh, did some, uh, you know, some singing on one, one tune. So that was, you know, that was, it was a lot of fun, but. Um, I write a lot of the the music without a guitar in my hand. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I've had to learn a lot of the stuff <laughs> that I kind of just recorded to a phone. So it's, it's, I seem to like write about three months ahead of my actual skill level. So I have to kind of learn and grow into these songs, you know, and then I, I'll write lyrics without the thought that I have to actually sing and play guitar. Um, so it's a, uh, it's very challenging, but it, it, but, you know, like I said, I love to work and it's, it's constant humble, humbling and constant, um, progression, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you always been writing? Uh, I I've always written with intoxicated. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. with, with, with Andrew during that entire time, um, you know, it was nice because we knew what it was from day one. You know, he said, you know, he wanted us to have other projects to be able to get that outlet, you know, but for, for that project, we were his live band, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but there was, there were many years that I, that I wasn't, you know? Mm -hmm. So how do you think, do you write with everybody else in the band or do you do like a lot of the writing like yourself? I do a lot of the writing myself, but that being said, um, you know, our, our bass player, Greg is a, uh, he comes from more of a, a, you know, I mean, he loves bands like Nuclear Assault and stuff, but he still comes from more of like a rock and roll background. And uh, he's a well-versed bass player. And the stuff that he'll, he'll write like a part. And we use it, we used him a lot for like outro sections. It's stuff that I could never think of and very untraditional for metal, you know, actually. Um, but we, we make it work and, it, and, and I think it works beautifully. Um, and uh, we have a, we added a new guitar player on this record, a, a longtime friend um, who's a very good songwriter. And uh, and so, yeah, we, we do write together for sure. You know, I, 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 I personally can't stand getting in a room and going, OK, we're going to write a song and just like start jamming. Mm -hmm. I think for, at least for for me and for, for this situation, I feel like a lot of times it's very easy in the moment to think that something's cool, you know, mm -hmm. but it's really not. And it's hard to undo that, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a very riff based band. Mm -hmm. So how would you compare your like creative process, like with your own writing versus like, as like a group? Well, <laughs> it's probably very, very, very primitive and very caveman style. Like, like, like I said, I, 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 
for some reason I've, I've saved them all. Maybe no one will ever care. I, for me, it's just a good laugh because I'll go back and listen to what I hummed in my, in my phone. And then, you know, how I transpose it to a guitar or whatever. But again, like I said, it's a very riff based band. So a lot of times there'll be this like, you know, six or seven riffs and I'll, you know, if they don't work together, they don't work together, but I'll force them together. And a lot, you know, and a lot of times it, it turns out really cool, you know, mm -hmm. but, but a lot of people have said intoxicated, you know, uh, has an element that doesn't really make sense, which is what I really love, you know, like, you know, one thing too, too many or one thing, you know, too little, you know, um, but it's, it's just a formula that I, I really enjoy. I think it makes it, I think it make it makes it a little interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, I actually, when I was listening to your band to prepare the interview, that was something that I noticed that was very unique was all of the riffs. And I noticed that you also play guitar. So I was really uh, interested in hearing the process behind that. So it's really cool that you're saying that you do the, uh, like the voice memos on your phone, just like comment and figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious because, yeah, it's, it's hilarious because it, uh, sometimes it's really loud and, and out of key or, you know, um, or I'll be working or something and, and, you know, be on a ladder and, you know, and, you know, the video and the audio is funny to see, you know, mm -hmm. but, uh, and then, it, it, but I, but I enjoy it and I enjoy coming home and, you know, and having to go through the process of learning how to play it on guitar, you know, mm -hmm. and go, what was I thinking? Um, <laughs> so are you self-taught? I am. Um, I would, to be a hundred percent honest with you, I would say, the guitar has never came come easy for me. Um, I'm I'm a left-handed. I and I I played right hand. I mean, I played left-handed guitar when I started, and uh, they were just so hard to find. And the ones you could find, they weren't cool. So I was like, man, I'm I'm not even that good. So I should just, you know, I just switched over. But I I was able to play like my first show within 30 days. For some reason, I think everybody else is wrong. Uh, meaning. Uh, when you switch it when you you know when you play right-handed guitar it's your left hand that's doing the majority of the work and I'm left-handed so it just made sense but uh but that being said I I uh you know metal's tech you know it's technically challenging and um like I said there's a lot of guys that are just make me want to throw my guitar in the trash can but but again like I said I like to work and um and I, I you know I, I I have to work hard at it just to be honest mm -hmm. with you yeah, a lot of the things that you're saying really resonates with me because I'm also a left-handed guitar player. Oh, nice. Um, would you say that not having like lessons and teaching yourself, do you think that was like freeing in a way because you weren't like constricted to any kind of rules or would you say? I think it's a double-edged sword. You know, mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of advantages to it. And that's very easy for me to say because that's the situation I'm in. Um, it was very funny. Uh, we, we played one time... Uh, it, this was with Andrew and um, he brought in for one tour, his piano teacher, who was a guy that plays for the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And so this was like three days before we were going to go play some festival in Japan. And he wrote like 19 minutes of music that we had to learn. And I didn't know what's going on, but we, <laughs> but we, um, you know, we, we, we learned it, and we retained it. And, um, but there, there was, there was a part in, and and uh, what he had written. And I was like, man, what, what even is that, you know? And he pointed at my guitar and he's like, just play that note. And I, I, I said to him, I was like, can you play guitar? You know, and he kind of looked up in the air for a good full, like two seconds. And then he was like, I could. And uh, but I was like, 
damn, you know, I was like, man, I, you know, I really wish I could do, you know, what you do. And, uh, and the interesting part was he looked right back at us and said, he's like, yes, I can do this, what I do. He's like, but I could never just memorize 19 minutes worth of music and go and go perform it, you know, two mm -hmm. days later. So it's, you know, it's apples and oranges, I guess, you know. Um, and then sometimes when you play with people that are very, you know, schooled, you know, they'll remind you that you, you may know more theory than you think you know, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but also, I, I uh, just, just my, the way my brain works, I, I, I had guitar books and stuff, but I would read the first five pages 800 times and go like, I don't even know what I just read. And, so, and I've just quickly lost interest, you know. Um, but I feel like my ear is pretty decent. And, uh, you know, my mindset was always just never in any situation I was in to be the last one to learn something or know something, you know. And, you know, I, I mean, I, that's just the way for me I had to be. I also, I really wanted to bring up because when I was looking at your Facebook, I noticed that one of your new singles was ranked number five on your Daily Metal's Best 11 Metal songs. And I just wanted to bring that up and just ask what that means to you guys and like what that means for like, sort of like motivation for you guys. Well, to me, I'm grateful that anybody cares. You know what I mean? So I, um, that's a, it's a, and, that, and for us, that's a healthy place to start. Um, I mean, we're really enjoying it. It, it's happening it's happening naturally and what i'm really grateful for it there there hasn't been like this there's been no conscious effort to do anything except work you know and um and so naturally the tunes have gotten you know somewhat heavier they've gotten somewhat more intricate and again that it's, it hasn't been a conscious choice so um i'm grateful that people are digging it you know mm -hmm. um a lot, a lot of people will say like man, how are you getting that old school, you know, Florida death metal sound? I'm like, well, that's, that's all we have. You know I mean? It's like where we kind of come from. Um, but, but yeah, it, of course, yeah, of course that means something to us. Um, you know, again, we're just grateful that anybody's, you know, interested. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything that you guys are like looking forward to in the nearby future? I know you guys have played some shows recently. Is there anything coming up like that? There really is um, actually. And I, and I'm, I'm, grateful i'll be able to actually talk about this i do have like a string of shows coming up we're playing this weekend uh two shows with obituary um that's really cool you know which is one of yeah it's one of my all-time favorite bands and and uh you know dt dt played in intoxicated for like the last four years before we went on hiatus mm -hmm. um you know with andrew and then we're playing with that i'm not sure i'm sure you've actually heard about this but uh that left to die you know that version of um of death so we're going to be doing that. Um, and then we're playing uh, Into the Darkness Festival, which is uh, going to be in Ohio. There's a bunch of great bands. And the guy that runs our label and a sister label um, is putting that on. And so we're really excited about that. We have Full Terror Salt Festival, which is massive for us. Um, that that, that, mass, that uh, lineup is insane. And then um, one that I'm really, really excited about is uh, we're going to be going out with Municipal Waste in august and uh the first couple of shows are going to be with with them at midnight and then we'll finish out the rest um doing a couple of festivals and some other shows just with municipal waste so yeah man, we're <laughs> overjoyed yeah what's it like being able to play with like these bands that you like looked up to well it's uh it, it's interesting 
but like I've known a lot of these guys for years, you know, mm -hmm. but I, I, I can tell you this uh, coming up in the scene, it was intimidating, you know, uh, here in Florida, you know, we had death obituary and uh, you know, they, they, they all seemed, they seemed, you know, sort of like, you know, untouchable or they seemed like, you know, you, you could just picture them maybe not being, you know, as genuinely, I'm talking about sweetheart of dudes, you know, and, mm -hmm. um, and they've all been, really over the top helpful, you know, obituary back in the day, death back in the day, we recorded our third demo at Chuck's house, you know, um, and where he just like, you know, gave us his time and, you know, recorded with us and would take us out on tours and obituary the same way. Uh, Tony from Municipal Waste, I, I gotta tell you, is such a class act, such a funny guy. And he's been very, very giving, you know, um, you know, a, a band like us, the size of this band or their lack of more importantly, you know, um, believe me, I don't take it for granted. I, I know, I know what he's doing, you know, he's, I mean, and, and the, the impact that will hopefully have, you know, giving us a leg up, you know, so we're really grateful. Um, that was the last question that I had for you today. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to shout out about intoxicated uh, before we wrap up? And well, the new album comes out on June 24th. It's called Watch You Burn. It's coming out on Seeing Red Records. And we're really proud of it. I mean, it's heavy and it's, it's you know, we think it's, you know, it's our own. It's different, you know. Mm -hmm. And we're grateful for people like you that will, are willing to take the time to talk to us. Thank you.